on Power Talk AM 1460 and FM 101.1. Streaming worldwide on iHeartRadio. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show. You're listening to The Jan Price Show, and my guest today is the executive director for the Los Angeles Jewish Film Festival, Hillary Helstein. Welcome, Hillary. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. This, I, when I was going through, uh, your film festival, uh, the movies that you're going to be showing at the film festival and all the things you're going to be doing, I was super excited about what you're going to be doing. And I think anyone who's listening to this show, uh, in any area of the world should definitely plan on getting to LA for this film festival because there's so many exciting films and uh, <laughs> tributes going on. So let's start with Peter Bogdanovich uh, yeah. and the Carl uh, Lemley uh, film, the documentary about Carl Lemley. And for people who don't know who Carl Lemley is, tell them a little bit about who this amazing man was. Well, Carl Lemley, um, people may not know the name um, behind his biggest achievement um, or at least in this realm of entertainment, but Carl Emily was the founder of Universal Studios. Um, he was a German Jewish refugee who came over at the turn of the century and um, midlife, really, about in his 40s, he got involved with Nickelodeon. Um, that's where Peter Bogdanovich comes in. Peter Bogdanovich has a whole um, history and interest in that area as well. Peter Bogdanovich, the famous director, appears in the film um, as an expert. But getting back to Carl Emily, he started um, the contemporary film business as we know it and was the father or the founder of Universal Pictures and Universal City. Um, he also hired so many people um, that went on to become famous directors as well, recognized talent um, at a very young time. Um, in the industry, he gave jobs, you know, to young men at the time, young women too. Um, but people like Walt Disney and John Ford and Irving Thalberg, Walt, uh, William Wyler, he gave all of them their start. He really, um, he was known throughout the industry as Uncle Carl. And uh, the film is filled with interviews with family members, um, with experts, with luminaries, um, like Peter Bogdanovich, all talking about who he was. But I think in his life, his humanitarian efforts were really the most important thing. I'm talking about Lemily now. Right, right. And that was um, after World War One, what he had done for the German people, trying to um, give back to them um, and help them get back on their feet. And then um, he also made a name for himself, not necessarily a good name in Germany, with his anti-Nazi propaganda films. Um, but uh, during the early 30s, with the rise of Nazism, he was able to facilitate the rescue of 300 Jewish families and bring them to America. So he was a, a real interesting character, um, a humanitarian and a visionary. And it is a marvelous film. So um, we will be showing that for the opening night. The film is made by the director, James L. Friedman, and he's a wonderful director. Um, so we will also, um, as you mentioned, Peter Bogdanovich, who is in the film, um, is a legendary filmmaker. Um, and I think that we, um, hopefully the audience will recognize some of the films that he's made, The Last Picture Show, um, What's Up Doc, Paper Moon, Mask, 
And um, so we're we're really thrilled to be able to uh, present an award to Peter Bogdanovich. Very exciting. And Carl Lemley himself, I mean, truly an amazing man in, in so many different ways. Do you know, yeah. I mean, the document, when I was looking at the previews of the documentary, I was just, it, it, it just blew my mind, actually, about all the things that he did do. And again, it's interesting that his name is not as well known as we know others. Uh, but how did he help those 300 families escape Nazi Germany? Do you know? how did it, Does it show that, that in the film? Is well, that in it, there? It talks a little bit about basically he used his status and he used his political power and he used his money. And he had at that point established himself so he had the means to be able to help bring them over. Um, many of them he put to work in the studios. So um, he he did whatever he could, whatever humani- humanitarian efforts he could do, you know, help to facilitate bringing them over um, and get them visas and pay for their passage. So I think it does go into it in detail in the film. Interestingly, um, sometimes people confuse, and those who live in Los Angeles, there's a theater chain called the Lemley Theaters, and we work with them. So it's really exciting that we're actually able to present this film about Carl Lemley at a Lemley Theater. It's known as the Fine Arts, but it's operated by the Lemleys. But they are not the direct descendants. They are the cousins of Carl Lemley. So they are family members who are very tied in to um, the whole legacy of the Lemley family. I thought that was interesting that you were showing this at a Lemley Theater for sure. I figured, you know, when in Rome. (laughs) (laughs) I think brilliant piece of of, uh, scheduling it for sure, for sure. And and interestingly, our opening night is on um, Holocaust Remembrance Day. Oh, wow. Wow. So we're doing this as a tribute. And also there's another gentleman um, who's well known in this um, in Los Angeles uh, area. Um, or maybe the museum is more well-known than he is, but um, the Museum of Tolerance um, is uh, the founder and the dean of it is Rabbi Marvin Heyer, who he himself has won, I think, two Academy Awards for um, documentaries that he made. And he also is uh, a speaker in the film, gives a lot of information about Carl Emily and the film business. And uh, because it is Israel, um, I'm sorry, because it is um, Holocaust Remembrance Day, he will be doing a moment of silence for the victims of the Holocaust. So it kind of all came together in sort of this this perfect timing, this perfect scenario. Um, it, it couldn't have been a better opportunity to screen this film. It, it definitely could not have been. You're exactly right. Did you, I mean, when you were planning this initially, were you aware of all of those, um, you know, that it was Holocaust Remembrance Day? Uh, or was that just something that was serendipity? Um, at first I planned and then I realized it was. And then I took advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> Smart woman. <laughs> very smart. <laughs> well, that's going to be a very exciting evening. Uh, do, do, you, uh, do you know right now whether the movie will be uh, released? Will there be a distribution of this film? Is this the, a premiere of it at the fil- Jewish Film um, Festival? It is a premiere. It is traveling the film festival circuit, usually with films um, of this quality. They usually do end up with a uh, theatrical release at some point um, and could even very well end up on television on PBS or Netflix or um, something, you know, um, more uh, universal. Right. Um, but definitely I, I do see a future for this film. I just don't know uh, what the filmmaker's actual plans are at this stage. 
Well, I think, you know, definitely P- PBS or Netflix, you're exactly right, would be a wonderful place for to show this film if it doesn't get a theatrical release, or it could have both, too. You know? Yeah, it could have both, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, then I'm also, you know, we're going to skip to the end, <laughs> and we'll go back to the middle, but very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, My bookends. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, wonderful bookends. Uh, and you're going, it's the... Uh, I don't, it's not the premiere of it of the film, is it? The Golda's Balcony. Um, it is the Los. It's uh, I think it's the West Coast premiere. Oh, is yes. it? Okay. Yes. So let's talk about about that and um, and about your special guest is going to be there too. Ah, okay. So now we're going to take. I'm going to take you to a whole other holiday. Okay. Which again, <laughs> it's the closing night, which falls on May 9th, Is Israel's Independence Day. Oh, wow. So, see, I bet you didn't know that. No, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) And what better film to plan than Golda's Balcony about Golda (laughs) Meir? It's absolutely perfect. (laughs) And so, actually, it is fascinating. It is the play as it was shot when it was on Broadway with the star Tova Felcha, who is absolutely brilliant. Yes, she brilliant. is. I cannot even yeah. tell you. But what's special about this piece is that you're watching this. It is a play, but it's all the close-ups. When you see in a theater, you don't, you get the full experience of the stage, but this is an intimate look mm. um, of this one woman show and how it came about was they shot it for promotional purposes. I think they had a four-camera shoot at the time of, uh, of the performances running on Broadway, and they had all this film footage of it and kind of tucked it away and literally unearthed it from a vault and pieced it together and turned it into a, a feature film. And so far, I just got word from the producer yesterday, it's won six audience awards across the country. Um, That's exciting. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant performance and we are absolutely thrilled no end that Tova Felcha will be coming here to uh, participate in the film and the Q&A for the closing night. Again, very, very exciting. I mean, again, the previews of that, you would just, you're just you immersed in uh, the film. I mean, really, you're right. It is a, a more intimate look into Golda Meir. Uh, and just and a, she doesn't look anything like that in person. It's crazy. <laughs> she takes off her makeup. <laughs> and you realize that, I mean, as an actress, she is such a chameleon and so brilliant. Um and that's yeah that will happen on the evening of May 9th very exciting as well Ex- yeah truly okay let's skip into the all the wonderful things that are in between right <laughs> right right, right, right there's a lot of fun things the story of a Jewish dog I thought was absolutely a f- another fascinating story yeah tell, yeah. tell, tell you want to tell the, the listeners a little bit about story. this yes yeah, this is a really terrific filmmaker. Um, she made a film a few years ago called The Little Traitor. Um, this one is her second feature, Shepherd, the story of a Jewish dog. It is takes place um, during World War II. Um, it starts out in Berlin, and it's the story of a 10-year-old boy and his German shepherd and the love they have for each other. Um, the Nuremberg Laws decreed that Jews were no longer allowed to own pets and they were forced to give them away. 
Um, then we cut to the dog story, and the dog gets adopted by a Nazi guard and taken to uh, work in a concentration camp to round up Jewish prisoners. And who should arrive? The little 10-year-old boy. Unbelievable. As a prisoner in the concentration camp. And it sort of becomes this um, new relationship between them and the love between them and the loyalty of a dog. And uh, and what happens? Um, and I don't want to tell you. You know, right, right. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what happens. No, um, no. But they, you know, it it is actually a film that is appropriate for um, I would say children eleven and twelve or older. Um, it's something that you know it can almost be a la a Disney dog film, but but more serious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't want to say it that way, but but it, it can be a family film. Um, but it's a beautifully made film, you know, about love. And survival and it, loyalty. Is it, do you know, Hillary, is this based on a true story? I don't think it's based on a true story. It is based on a book um, by an Israeli author. I'm looking to see, I think, the name of the book. I don't have the name of the book here. Um, but it's based on a story. Wait, wait, maybe I do have it. Anyway, it is, it's all on the website. <laughs> and while would while you just mentioned the website, I was going to say what while cause I want to repeat this a couple of times. So why don't you give the website so people can go to the website and check out the film festival. So why don't you tell us what the website is? Sure, the website is www.lajfilmfest.org. Very simple. Repeat yep, it again. We're going to repeat it at the end again, too, but go ahead. Okay. It's lajfilmfest.org, as yep. in Los Angeles Jewish Film Festival, lajfilmfest.org. And they could just type in the Los Angeles Jewish Film Festival. And they could put it into a up. search. It'll pop up with 30 films. And there's also a, a phone number, um, like a hotline, if they want to call there for tickets. And that number is 800-838-3006. If it's easier for people and uh, they just have to tell um, what film they want to buy tickets for. So we try to make it really, really easy for people. That's great. Repeat the phone number again. Sure. That phone number is 800-838-3006. It does go to a service called Brown Paper Tickets. And they just have to ask for the L.A. Jewish Film Festival. Wonderful. This film festival, as I said, there's so many wonderful films, and we're going to get into it a little deeper and uh, as we go forward. But if you are just tuning in, you are listening to The Jam Price Show, all about movies. And my guest today is the executive director for the Los Angeles Jewish Film Festival, Hillary Helstein. Hillary, let's talk a little also about the West Coast premiere of... Um, the Oscar winner, the 2019 Oscar winner, Skin. Yeah. Actually, so this is not that. This is a feature version. Nobody has seen this. This, um, The short film was called Skin, a uh, 20-minute short film, won the Academy Award just a few months ago. The director is an Israeli um, filmmaker named Guy Nativ. And um, this film is also called Skin, a little bit similar um, in uh, in its thematic, um, but a feature version starring the actor Jamie Bell. If you remember Jamie Bell from Billy Elliot, mm-hmm. um, yes. in this film he's playing a very very different kind of character. He is playing a skinhead. He's playing a white supremacist who is um, he is 
caught up um, in in a group that he no longer wants to be a part of. Um, it's based on a true story of a man named Brian Widner. And Bell portrays him. And he's a young man raised by skinheads. And now he's desperately trying to turn his back on hatred and get out of the group. And the only way that he can do this is by working with an African-American activist. And in exchange, they will remove all his um, neo-Nazi and skinhead facial tattoos and visible tattoos, which is a very long and painful process, and help him out in exchange for information. It is an action-packed, like, nail-biting a really compelling, amazingly acted drama. And I definitely see, uh, you know, Oscars all over this. I mean, this is a supremely talented filmmaker. Um, and although there is no direct, let's just say, connection for the film being Jewish, um, it's definitely part of the narrative and it's part of anti-Semitism and it's part of, you know, uh, it's it's very up with what's going on in the world today. And it's um, we felt that it was a really important film to include and it definitely is worth seeing. I mean, everybody should run out and see this film. It's that good. Wow. And we're thrilled that the uh, the Israeli filmmaker now lives in Los Angeles and he will be there to talk about this film. That always enriches your film-going experience when you have the director or someone it, uh, associated with the film talking about the movie uh, beforehand or afterhand. Are you going to do him? Is he going to be before the movie or after the movie? He's going to do the Q and A after. After. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's. We've shown his films before when they, you know, his Israeli films. But this, this is really. I mean, this is an amazing film. If you remember at the Oscars, they were the three who got on the stage and they were jumping around and nobody knew who they were. That was them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they thought they were going to win. Obviously, <laughs> either. Uh, no. So very but exciting. This, yeah, and it's being distributed by A twenty four, which is a huge oh, yes. distributor. They yes. do, you know, they did Moonlight and I mean, so right. I mean, this is. A, like I said, run, don't walk, because the tickets will sell out for this one fast. Great. We love it. We and love this it. one is playing on Monday, May 6th in Beverly Hills. Fabulous. Fabulous. What? So for you, the, uh, another film that really looked fascinating to me is The Tobacconist. Ah, that's a wonderful film, too. Very interesting film. It's a German uh, feature. And it stars the um, the now late actor. Sadly, he died, Bruno Ganz, um, back in February. And he was a very famous German actor. And he portrays Sigmund Freud in this film. And it's the story of a young man who moves to Vienna to work with um, a friend of his mother's in a tobacco shop. And one of the regular customers is Sigmund Freud. And it's the relationship between the young man and Freud during the onset of um, the uh, World War Two and the um, Nazis coming into Vienna and how unsafe it became for Jews. And ultimately, uh, the relationship between the boy and Freud and how he helped and encouraged him to leave for his own safety. So it's a it's a really terrific film. And there's a love story in there, too. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a love story. Not be- <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a new uh, take on Sigmund Freud. <laughs> he has a lot of dreams, and it's you know, it's it's at a time where life was really desperate. You know, things were were very challenging for people, and um, you know, just making it through a day uh, with life and love was hard. It was hard times, so. 
Um, but it's a really wonderful film, and we're screening that on uh, Sunday, uh, May 5th at 4.30 p.m. But what I really want to tell you about is the film that's screening after it, too. So people can come in and do a double feature and get two completely different experiences and walk out feeling like feeling great. Um, the Tobacconist is wonderful. The film that's playing after it is about Blue Note Records, the famous jazz label that if if anybody knows jazz they know anybody who's ever played jazz mm -hmm. has played on blue note records right and i mean we're talking from um you know Thelonious monk and john coltrane miles davis herbie hancock so this is a fabulous film about blue note records but nobody knows that it was started by two german jewish refugees who were absolutely music obsessed and at the time um music like jazz was banned by the Nazi regime. They came over here and they started a record label and started to record with these famous musicians. So it's something that's a little bit different, um, but it's really fabulous. And the best part is the current um, president of Blue Note Records is a, a Grammy Award-winning music producer named Don Was. He's produced like the Rolling Stones and Bob Dylan, Bonnie Raitt, um, John Mayer, some contemporary people, and he's going to be there for the Q&A. And getting this guy to do a Q&A and participate is like, is like getting the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting. Yes, he's going to be a wealth of uh, information and oh, yeah, sure. uh, lots of anecdotes, I'm sure, which would be absolutely fascinating. It's got a, You've got a great lineup. What other what other films are you really excited about? Oh, boy. We've got a lot of stuff. There's a couple of films from Israel. There's one film and one TV series. Um the film is a very sweet film, and the filmmaker is going to be here, too. He's coming in from Israel called Back to Maracana, if I'm saying it correctly. I'm sure all your uh, Brazilian listeners out there are cringing. <laughs> the Maracana. <laughs> That's what I would have said, Hillary. I would have pronounced it exactly the same way. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's about um, you know father, son, and grandfather. The grandfather is Brazilian who moved to Israel, raised his family. The divorced son, you know, the story, he takes his 12-year-old son and his father, and they go back to Brazil to go for the big World Cup. And it's the relationship between the three of them. The father is excited. The son doesn't know what to do between his father and his 12-year-old son. And the son couldn't care less about <laughs> And they can't get a hotel, and they end up getting a camper van and driving through Brazil just to get back to the stadium um, where Maracan is the stadium. And it's about the relationship and what happens with the three of them and the secrets they learn and how they grow together. And it is such a wonderful story. And the lead actor, his name is Asaf Goldstein. And like I said, he's coming in from Israel, and, and he's terrific. So that's playing on Saturday night. May 4th in Encino. Oh, so that's one of the highlights. It, I love that film. It sounds very touching. I'm sorry our time has run out, but can you just get again give us the uh, website uh, so people can look into it? And the dates, May 2nd through May 9th. In May 2nd LA. through May 9th. The website again is lajfilmfest.org. 
and you can buy your tickets there. Um, the films will be playing in the Lemley Theaters in both Encino and Beverly Hills and multiple other locations. So people feel more comfortable going over to the theaters and picking up a brochure by hand and spending an hour reading our 30 films. Um, they will not be disappointed and they can buy their tickets there or online at lajfilmfest.org. I highly That's fabulous. Hillary, I wish you much success and any, everybody who's listening to the show, please, if you are in the L.A. area or you want to go to L.A., I highly recommend this is a wonderful reason to go to L.A. for the Los Angeles Jewish Film Festival. Thank you so much, Hillary. It's been a joy. Oh, thank you, Jan. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Go to the Jan Price Show on Facebook to learn more about upcoming shows and while you're there, like my page, but also please write any comments or any thoughts or anybody that you might like to listen to on this show or have on the show. And if you'd like to listen to the Price Movie Minute movie reviews and listen to archive shows that you may have missed, go to thejampriceshow.com. On Power Talk AM 1460 and FM 101.1, streaming worldwide on iHeartRadio, Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show. The Ozio Theater in downtown Monterey is now open every day, showing independent and foreign films. The Ozio Theater has new concession offerings, including beer, wine, hard cider, and their homemade lush slush. You can now schedule private event screenings for community charity events, birthdays, anniversaries, or just a fun gathering of friends. For more information, visit the Ozio Theater online at oziotheater.com. 